Welcome you. back. Hi. Hola. <laughs> this is Trisha. I'm Evangelist Laurie Ann. And, and we, we are, are kicking it with Jesus. Jesus and Jimmy. Yes. <laughs> so we have a special guest that would rather not be seen, but Just heard. definitely heard. <laughs> so. Um, we were just having a heated conversation. Powerful conversation, I think, though. So today I was listening to a video I sent you, and it's this YouTube, these, I don't know, it's like a group called the Jubilee, mm. and they have like different conversations, and today's conversation, I don't know when they posted it, but the conversation that I listened to today was between progressive Christians and conservative Christians. I, first of all, didn't even really know that. I like I said to you, I think progressive Christians just aren't Christians. <laughs> I'm just saying. Can't Which. <laughs> but then we just started talking about who is the one that, that Jesus went after and left the 99 for. Was it a backslider, or was it a non-Christian? And I, I believe it's either or. I think it's both. I think it's both. I believe it's a backslider. I know. But again, I, I feel in my heart. So with a backslider, even, even a, a person that's not saved, because Jesus Christ is giving all humanity free will to choose, and that is who he is. He doesn't want to force his love on you. Mm. If you choose not to come back to him, or you choose not to be saved, then he's okay. Like, then don't. I think that we always, every single day, are getting a choice. Like, I know you said that you believe it could be, like, within 30 seconds of you dying, but I don't... I don't necessarily believe that. I don't believe that you're gonna get that chance, but you've had multiple chances throughout your your time. Something happened, you know, in your life, and you're like, oh, but not right now. You know what I mean? Right. Does that make right. sense? Like, I just feel like every day you're getting a constant chance to. Well, that's what you. That's well, what you just is, said. Right. The thing is, people are so focused on the sinners. And we shouldn't be, because we're all sinners. That's mm -hmm. the thing. So you're focusing on that alcoholic or drug addict or gay person, but you need to turn the mirror around and look at your own sin. Absolutely. Because we're never going to be perfect. I, and I believe if whatever the case may be, if you accepted Christ and you do backslide, let's say you, you stop drinking because you accepted Christ, but six months later, you're back to drinking. I really feel that Jesus is going to come back before you die and give conviction in your heart enough to accept him back. Because you already accepted him once. If you truly accept him, I really believe. One of the things, not to change the subject, but kind of what, what we're talking about, about the Jubilee, is one of the things that the progressive Christians said is that we have to look at the times that we're living in and we let's, have to adjust. I'm sorry, excuse me. Let's just break it down with those two groups. My opinion, the progressive group was 
What are you what are you saying it was? I don't personally I don't personally believe that they are truly saved Christians. I'm sorry. I don't know if that's bad to say, but I just, the way they were talking, it's like, there's no way that you are reading the Bible every day and really hearing from God and really still believing that way. I could be wrong, but. I think that they were laid back in, in in what they say they believe. But I do believe that, which is probably going to be a wrong thing for me to say, but I don't think that we have, we have a right to look at somebody and go, well, you're not saved because of the way that, because we don't know where people are. I only say that because that girl said, and I pray that they are. I pray that they do know Jesus. I hope that each person has an encounter with Jesus before they die. But she said, you got to look at the times that we're living in now. The times that we're living in now, we need to make it so people, it's more appealing to people for what the Bible says. And that's where I like stopped it. And I I think I said it to you. We can't water down the Bible because of death and sin. Because she was saying, she's like, oh, you know, there's so many transgender people that are killing themselves because of religion. But we can't, we can't water down the Bible because somebody's, and I, I don't mean that to be like, that's hard, but you can't stop what, you can't stop what God said just because the world is sinful and there's death. You can't do that. You're right. But at the same time, listen, I believe in my heart that to beat somebody over the head with the word is wrong. I it's agree. wrong, straight up wrong. What is going to change them? And nobody in this in this jubilee, not one person said it. Number one is prayer. Right. That is the greatest weapon that Jesus Christ has given to mankind. Nobody said it. Prayer. Second. Let the light of Christ shine in you. Mm. You don't light a lamp and put it under a table. You let it make make it glow in a room. So when you're loving people right where they are, they're going to want what you got. Right. You know what I, I mean? Agree. No, I agree with that 100%. <clears throat> any, any comment? No. The conservative guy. Which um, one? The black guy? The black guy. Yeah. He said... The one with the glasses. The one with the glasses. I agreed with what he said a lot because... So they're the progressive... One of the progressive guys, the black guy, he's a senior pastor. And he said he's a senior pastor. And then a couple minutes later, he's like, and he has a husband. So he's a gay senior pastor. I'm not saying that you can't be gay and follow Jesus. I'm not saying that. But he, the other guy who was a conservative said... Since child, I've had, I, but I choose to let it, I choose to believe what the Bible says, and I choose to give that to God every day. And I may never get married, but I choose to give it to God. And that's my biggest thing is like, 
like I'm offended by the Bible sometimes. And I've said this to you today. I'm sorry. I find it very offensive and I'm sorry, Jesus, that I feel this way, but I'm sorry. I find it offensive that I have to forgive every single person, even though you know that they did me wrong. I still have to forgive them and move forward. That's not fair, but I still have to do it and really do it. Not just say I did it because God calls us to do it. So sometimes we're going to look at the Bible and be like, I don't really like it, but I'm going to follow it. <clears throat> Remember why we follow it. Right. Remember why we do it. <clears throat> Jesus Christ first loved us. And so when he came to us, he bypassed our brains and went straight to our hearts and loved us so much that we wanted to reciprocate that, right? Right. Okay. So maybe, just maybe, Trish, those really have not felt that to want to do it. Do you know what I mean? Right. Um, Because even though there's a lot of things that I get offended about with the Bible, and I'm not going to spew them all out, but, you know, when Jesus calls you to a hard thing, mm. why do we, why does it always got to be me? Right. That's what I mean. And so, but you do it because you love him. Right. Not because you have to. You do it because you love him. And that's the whole point. You don't have to. Again, it's a free will thing. Right. You want to stay a surface Christian, then hey, have at it. You know what I mean? But if you want to go, if you want to plant your feet deep in the kingdom, yo, it's on and popping. You want to go deep? He's like, let's go. Right. And I I think that there was a whole lot of words. You know what I mean? People were talking just to talk, to, to make themselves out to sound intelligent and... And I'm like, oi. <laughs> I know. I I don't know if I would consider myself a conservative Christian. <laughs> Definitely not a progressive because I just don't feel like we should water down anything. I guess, I don't know. I just don't think we should water down anything just to make somebody feel better. No. Always speak truth. And I don't think we should shove it down people's throat. And I, 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 I'm not saying like... Oh, you're gay, or you're an alcoholic, or you're, you swear, like, I, I don't even care. You do witchcraft. Like, I, I'm just saying, because let's talk about it. I mean, God just, I'm still all messed up about Numbers chapter 24. Like, homeboy was, uh, uh, not a witch, a Wiccan. No, not a Wiccan. What's, War- a warlock. Couldn't think of the name. Obviously, he's a warlock and God's using him. But why does that surprise you that God would use? I don't know why. It just does. Because <laughs> I was like, I had to like look up words. I don't know why I have to like look up words. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure that is something to do with witchcraft. I'm pretty sure that's something to do with witchcraft. But I'm just saying like, you, I, I'm not going to judge you. And I'm not going to throw it down your face, but I am still going to believe what the Bible says. 
I'm not going to water it down just because it might hurt your feelings. Never or you're water gonna it be down. Opinion, your opinion. I want your opinion to be better. No. Never water it down. Always speak truth. But speak it in love. And I'm sorry. It's my opinion. Jesus always spoke the truth. And the only ones that were really pissed off with him on a constant basis were the re- religious right. folks. Those were the only ones that were constantly pissed at him. The religious folks. The leper wasn't, the blind man wasn't, the woman with the issue of blood wasn't, the woman that was bent over for 18 years and couldn't straighten up, and she was a daughter of, the, of Abraham, and Satan bound her, slunched over for right. 18 years. And Jesus looks at her, and the Pharisee gets pissed because he says, stand up. You can work six days, not on a Sabbath. Are you stupid? All yeah. he said was, stand up. Like, how much work is that? Right. And I just, again, it it's all religious. And there's so many people that want to walk in, in those shoes. And the Christian pastors. Come on, come on. Most of them, and the problem is... Right, because it doesn't necessarily have to be a Catholic. No, like, it's, uh, it's, it's straight up, right. straight across the board. Right, no, I'm saying even like, even even now. Right, now it's, it's... It could be, it doesn't necessarily have to be like this Catholic, it could be like a Christian pastor. Right. But... But even, you know, I, I think that if we just... If we just love people in truth, don't ever compromise your truth. These words are not ours. We don't have a right to say, you know, yeah, this, but not that. Let's get rid of that. We don't have a right to say that. But I think people will come to Christ if we don't hit them over the Bible, over time, over the head. they watch you because that's what I was just saying to my husband too. Is like, people are just gonna watch you now. That's what it is. Well, the thing and they're is, not gonna go to you. They're not gonna go and believe you until you've been doing it for a while, and right. they're watching you what you're doing. You got a lot of gays, drug addicts, and alcoholics that won't walk into a church because they've been told, "Come on, they can't well, yeah. go in." Right. And that's not for me to say. Right. Or you've got drug addicts that won't come into church because they feel as if, now where do you get this from? You feel as if you're supposed to get right first before you can walk into a church. Then I have a friend going through that. He will not go to church anymore because he he smokes weed. But Jesus says, come as you are. Come on. That's what I say to him. You don't clean yourself up before you take a shower. You just go in the shower dirty. It's the same thing. Come on. The other thing that prog- the progressive Christians said, though, is that they don't believe that Paul, like the anything that was yeah. written by Paul, is the word of God. Like, written by God. It's written by Paul. The, the senior pastor had said that, nope, Paul wrote that. The whole word of God from beginning to right. end and everything in between was inspired by. Right. We do things as saved people because we get inspired by. Right. 
we write a song because we get inspired by. Do you know what I mean? Like, and so all these people, 44 people, if we want to say Paul wrote Hebrews, 44 people, they were all inspired. Right. And that's just the bottom line. I, I mean, well, I... That's a good example with Paul, where he just basically babbles on, and if I, if I didn't do it, right, you know, switch I'm talking about? Yeah. So that's a good example of somebody that probably was backslidden, because he did backslide saying some of the things he said in going back to Christ. They was the one. He was the one. one. (laughs) Look, I'm right. (laughs) I want to... That's a good example for people that... Because he has so many different things he's saying in that one paragraph. Right. You know? Right. I don't know what paragraph you're talking about. I only read the Bible once. All the books. Just once. What paragraph is that? I'm talking about... It's in Corinthians. But I believe that all of the Bible, and that's what the conservative said, is that we believe that all of the Bible is God's word. Like, yeah, God from totally. him. But, I apparently the progressives don't believe that, so. And that's okay. See, and then I heard somebody say once, and I, I'm like, I kind of, I kind of agree with him. Isaiah, I think his name is. He does, he's on TikTok, he's on Facebook too, I think, but how so many Christians are like, oh, well, we can all agree on salvation issues, but if it doesn't have to deal with salvation issues and we can disagree, like, okay, you believe that and I believe that, and he's like, no, we're supposed to be one. <laughs> we're supposed to be one church. We can't all disagree on something, but only agree on one thing. It has to be agreeing on the whole thing, not just multiple things. And I was like, that kind of makes sense. Like, it can't just be like, Oh, well, that's not a salvation issue, or as long as we believe in Jesus, all the other stuff. Like, no, it shouldn't be like that. I remember... Jesus, who was it? Bill Weiss. He said, if I wanted to invite you to my house for dinner, and I said to you, okay, the directions are take 95 South, get off the Gano Street exit, take a right, and my house is on the left. And you decide to take 95 North, get off of Branch Avenue, and take, go straight down to the dead end, my house isn't there. Mm. You're lost. You won't make it for dinner. That's exactly how Jesus is. I've given you clear directions on how to get to my house. You can't pick and choose how you want to get there because it doesn't work. Right. It's my house. So that's for the safe person. Yeah, but it's not all for anybody though, right? Because it's both. The crazy part is though, I have to say, like I watch people on TikTok or like YouTube and stuff and they interview people. And a lot of the younger kids don't even know any, don't even know anything about the Bible. You know why? You know why? No, I don't. Because that generation. <laughs> not my generation. His generation. <laughs> said, well, I'm not forcing my children. I'm going to let them choose. 
Yeah, but these are kids you even younger than them. me. Exactly. You never get you never gave them an option. So what you did was you let Satan play with them. Because you never gave them anything but the world. Do you know what I mean? You didn't give them an option to choose. But they don't they never even heard of like Noah's Ark. Why doesn't this surprise you? This that's is how it's supposed but to be. This is crazy to me because like that's like even if you don't believe in God or whatever, everybody knows about Noah's Ark. Everybody heard that story. Like no one's not no you've lived in America your entire life. You're like 20 something years old. You've never heard Noah's Ark. Nope. You've never heard about the rainbow in the sky. You never heard about two of every animal getting on a huge boat. Unbelievable. You've never heard that? That's just crazy to me. Yeah. That's crazy that we have people in America that don't have never that's never heard about Jesus. Trisha, I, I hate to say this, but I really believe with all of my heart this is true. Africa, China, they're surpassing us. I mean, in more ways than than one in in so many areas i mean my best friend comes from nigeria and let me say something those people know how to pray mm. church i used to go to on friday night was from liberia they know how to pray for food because they don't get food like we do right and jesus supplied need Dirt floors, I mean... Well, that's why America, I feel, is the way it is because, I mean, we're catered to. Yes, like, we are. Like, even the poor... Yes, we are. ...are not poor. Like, they're not poor. I remember. <laughs> we had a daycare and we were attached to Domino's. And so we all shared the same dumpster. And one late afternoon... I go to throw out the garbage. Scared the living daylights out of me. A dude popped out of the garbage dumpster eating a pizza. And I was like, <gasps> I thought I was gonna have a heart attack. Like, And I don't mean that, I don't mean to say that and like be disrespectful because I know that there's poor people. I know that there's people yeah. struggling, but not like other countries. Like they don't understand not having things. Right. That all you can rely on is prayer that Jesus help you. You know what I mean? Like, we don't know third world. And we act like we're a third world. We, we act like, I mean, come on. <laughs> it's crazy. But I heard somebody say today that for years and years and years and years, Satan tried to make you believe that he wasn't real. Right? For years and years. Convince people that he's not real. And look at him now. And we, they were saying that he thinks that because Satan knows that his time is up, his time is coming, he's so loud and so vibrant and so out there. And he doesn't even care that he's not high. Like, you, okay, believe in me. Cause you know like, why? Because like, because he think, because what the guy was saying is like, because he probably knows that his time is short. Like it, it's almost over for him. So let me get as many people. I don't even care anymore for hiding. You know, it. There is not one nowadays. 
because he's just so good at what he does. He's the father of lies. He's the best at it. There's not one horror movie that comes out that there's some kind of possession mm. in it. There, there was one movie that... I don't watch horror movies, so... There was one movie that a couple of people from church told me about to watch. So I did. And... I mean, they pinned it, and it was about possession. They pinned it. The problem was... They didn't tell you how to be free... Mm. From the demon that is in you. We were just talking about possession today. And it's just real, Trish. It's as real as my name is Lori. Well, because I didn't finish that whole thing because I was just... Then I got sidetracked. But I was watching today of Matthew... No Michael? Michael Knowles, I think his name is. Yeah, I think it's Michael, not Matthew. Michael. And he's on the Daily Wire and he was talking to a priest... Oh, yeah, exorcisms. you were talking about exorcisms. And he was like, because he was like, are you sure you don't think you just they just had mental illnesses? He's like, well, when you see somebody literally get taken up off a chair and slammed on the ground, no, it's not mental illness or climbing up a wall. <laughs> but we were talking about that earlier. Like, you don't believe that the Catholics can cast out demons. Yes or no? <clears throat> you believe it, that they can see him? No. Not see right, them, so but see Listen, like, holy water ain't gonna do it. No. Eucharist isn't gonna do it. The Holy Bible isn't gonna do it. The authority of Jesus right. Christ is going right. to do it. Right. And that, and only that. And I don't know if. And this is going to be a touchy thing with people, I'm just saying. I don't know if there's a whole lot of people that have the, the authority to say, in the name of Jesus, right. go. Right. Because if you think about it, what did Jesus do? He, that's Jesus. Right. But, but he didn't then you use go, water. He didn't use all those things. No, he didn't. But then you go into the book of Acts. Listen, and this is the thing. Like, y'all read the same Bible I read. <laughs> the, the Catholics are talking Peter about. Peter I know. Jesus I know. But who are you? Right. Because there was no occupancy. Right. Christ didn't. And now you're just talking to talk. Yo, <laughs> that demon jumped on that man. Right. And, and beat him. It takes the authority of Christ and only the authority of Christ. Right. And so, you know, I don't. And not to mention, you know, sometimes. You know, I know people that they're bound and they, they're listening to spirits that they believe, they believe that our relatives believe that it's Jesus Christ. It's not, it's not, 
but because they're playing with it, right? Then they're saying, "I want you to deliver me." Nah, man, nah. You know why? If I cast that out of you, and you keep playing, oh, that's my cousin. Yep, that's Jesus, and it's not. I'm gonna make you worse. Right. Then. If I just leave it alone and until you're ready to renounce it, until you're ready to say, Father, I repent. I'm sorry. I, that wasn't you. That isn't my cousin. That's a demon. And so is, so is this Jesus. It's a demon. Yo, let's just say this. There is a demon named Jesus. I was just thinking about and that. And he is cunning. Yes. So, so cunning. Scumbag. <laughs> you heard me? Scumbag. <laughs> Just getting everybody all up in a... What is it called? Uh, Jesus Conscience? Have you heard of that? That's the new thing. That's like, uh, I think it's part of New Age. I want to say it's part of New Age. It's being the Jesus Conscience. And that's the demon of G that's D the G Jesus what was, demon. Um, we I watched a, a a video of a woman, she was a yoga instructor. And she was she was deep in I mean she, she had she, what something Christ. But anyways got her all twisted up inside like believing that this thing was Jesus the true Jesus was not it was a high-ranking demon right got her and got her good and it took literally the voice of Jesus Christ the true Jesus Christ to bust through and like literally move as she's sitting. I, I don't know if she was sitting in a backyard where there was water and the voice of the true Jesus Christ came. She could hear him audibly. And, and it, it, I know what you're talking about. And just the whole, where she was, the water, everything just moved. moved. Yeah. And yep. she was like, Whoop! you know, I remember and, what you're talking about because I watched that. And I was like, that. Because he's creator. Right. He's creator. He spoke it and it came to be. Right. How do you, how do you, how do you fight against that? You can't, man. I don't care how rank, how high ranking you are as a demon. You can't. Knucklehead. But the, that's the problem though. Like, in America has normalized or Americanized yoga. Come on. So much. I wish so much that my Auntie Lori was here because I remember so many times where my Auntie Lori would be like, oh, don't do yoga. And I'd be like, Auntie, it's just stretching. And she was right. I like, I swear she's going to be like, I told you when I get to heaven. I told you. Yeah. We don't realize how in-depth yoga in the other countries is and how spiritual it is. Come on. We just do it as like, oh, it's just stretching. Okay, then do Pilates. 
Do Pilates then. Don't do yoga. Do Pilates. Because that's just stretching. That's not centered in the warrior pose. You understand what that warrior pose is? Listen, I remember her or saying Or the goddess that. pose? Do you and understand? I, did you see her body when she did the warrior pose? Yeah. I mean, I'm talking, how in the world did you twist up your body like that? There were some poses that she was doing. And I was like, uh, if, if, if that wasn't, yeah, she did Reiki. Right. She was, she was high ranking in Reiki too. Like, which it's crazy because you're going to do yoga and you're going to do all those things. And not everybody that does yoga believes in the spirit side of it. They don't believe in the spirit side of it, but like, come on, like come on. we live, I was just saying this to somebody, the spirit realm is way more alive and alive. Active. Or real than this realm. Come on. Like that realm is just, it's like lit, like it's all around us. And it's, you're doing that pose and those demons are attaching themselves to you. Like, huh. you know what I mean? See, all right. So what you just said, take that and go back to the video that we watched today. So the moment you say out loud, I believe that Jesus is okay with. Mm. The moment you say that, and say what you want to say, man. Demons are generational. Demons have been in your family for as long as your family has been here. Right. That whole line. Ancient. And so... Oh, that demon's not working on her? Then use this one. Look back in history at your family line and see how many people were homosexual on the down low. Because right. Right. it wasn't... It, it wasn't well, that was one of the things that they talked about too. And it's like... I, I just want to put it out there. I don't really care what you do with your life. If you choose you want to do something with your life, more power to you. I, I don't, I'm not going to judge you. However, I do believe what the Bible says. And... What they were argued about was, well, in the Bible, homosexual, homosexual, that was added in the Bible. However, whatever, if it was added or not, in the original text, it does say a man and a man and a woman and a woman. It doesn't say homosexual. It says a man and a man and a, a woman and a woman. And they're trying to argue that it really means a man and a young kid. No, it doesn't. Mm -hmm. That's not true. You just want it to be that so it makes you feel more comfortable in your sin. And I'm not saying, like, I, uh, trust me, I have a lot of sin, too, and I walk with Jesus, and I try every day, like, the thing that we just talked about, forgiveness. That's really hard for me, but you know what? My unforgiveness is just as bad as your Come on. sex with a woman or a man of the same gender. Come on. You know what I mean? Like, I it's do. all the same. I have to say this because I really feel the Lord saying it, and so... Most of the time, no, wrong words, sorry. A lot of times when we have been sexually violated at a young age, whether it's the same sex or the opposite, something happens in the spirit realm that we don't know because we're kids or right. we're not saved whatever we don't know it 
So being sexually violated. Trisha, true story and Jesus Christ knows I'm not kidding. You're either going to shut down your factory and just like, or you're going to do the total opposite. So for me, <laughs> I went left field and it was on and popping mm. with both men and women. And I'm only being transparent because there's a point Jesus said. Trisha, nobody has to tell me that I did not. I called it a split personality. That was a straight up demon. Mm -hmm. She had a name. And she was a freak. And that's the truth and Jesus knows it. And I'm not, I probably shouldn't say it to you because you're my daughter, but, <clears throat> you know, but that's the truth. And when I got saved, I remember the scripture that Jesus showed me about my eye gates. Mm and be careful what you're putting in your eyes because it becomes darkness. And then he says, and how great is that darkness? Right. That thing had, a, had its grips on me for a while. The day that I prayed, a prayer with my pastor. It was gone. And I knew it was gone. So that realm knows what it's doing. Right. Its job is. And that's what, like. It's what, generational, too. That's what breaks my heart is that you don't have to believe me. I just said this to somebody, too, is like. And they're like, well, how am I supposed to know what is real? What's right? And I said, not by what I'm telling you. Don't go by what I'm telling you. You go by and you ask Jesus himself. That's it. When you're by yourself, you can even say it in your head. And I know that he's going to answer you. Because I've, I've witnessed my husband, who was a literal atheist. He'd, and he'll tell you that he was an atheist. Mm. Even when we got married, like he pretended he didn't know, but it, we've had that conversation. I've seen the transformation. So you can't tell me that Jesus isn't real. You can't tell me that God isn't going to speak to somebody or the Holy Spirit's not going to speak to. He's so much at a point now that he's like, I can't deny the feeling that I feel. I don't know what it is. I can't explain it, but I feel it. That's, that's the Holy Spirit. Mm. And he doesn't really like to say it because it's so new and like, I don't understand it. We can't see it with our eyes. But you can feel it. You can hear it. Don't you find it unbelievable how Jesus just bypasses your brain? Yes. And he goes straight to your heart. Right. Because that's what's like him. He goes, to me, straight to your spirit. 
Your spirit knows. Isn't he beautiful? I just... He is beautiful. I just feel bad for so many people because I was one of those people that... I believed that there was a god. I just was that person that was like, well, if there's a god, then I don't want to serve somebody like him because he didn't do anything for me. And let me say something to you. See where you sit? Mm. You know where you know why you sit there? Because there was a whole lot of people behind you praying you to sit there. Mm. And that's the truth. You had a choice to make. Right. Again, everything is free will. You can choose or choose not. But ultimately it's yours. Because that's the love that the father has for his children. So that's what I said to who I was talking to, is don't believe. And I say that to all the listeners, too. Like, even if you don't really know Jesus, you're just listening because you find it entertaining. (laughs) (laughs) Ask Jesus yourself, because he's going to answer you. And there's nothing like his presence. Mm. You know what I mean? Like... I still, you know, I, I I don't know why this just came to my mind, but I still, there's still something inside of me that has to be broken down through Jesus, with Jesus. You know what I mean? Like, you know how, like, when you get saved, even now, like, you, you just, there's things that God's like, I want to take that from you. And I don't even really know what it is that he wants to take, but mm. when I was standing in church the other day, a couple weeks ago, there was this guy and his daughter, I'm assuming, and he was probably just being my opinion of looking at him he was probably like more on the ghetto side right probably like from the hood or something like somewhere where i used to grow up just like you could tell he had tat he was tatted up he was just just like you could tell but he was standing in like two two rows in front of me and he was worshiping like you could tell you could just feel that he's been through stuff And he's standing there with his hands up and he's singing, he's worshiping. And I'm like, I just could feel he's so happy to have been saved by Jesus. Come on. And what I felt Jesus say to me is, but I loved you that much too. (laughs) And I just got overwhelmed by emotion because... I don't even understand it. I don't know what's inside of me that thinks that, well, he just saved me to save me. No, he saved me because he loves me. Come on. Come on. Me. Not anybody else, but me. Like, that is really hard for me. Like, I don't still fully understand it. And I can be excited, but I wasn't. Like, I would just look at him in awe, like that guy. Like, Mm -hmm. he just... And it's just Jesus saved you for you. He, he died for you Come on. because he loved you specifically, you know? I do. And I don't think that everyone truly understands that. I know that I don't. But it's like he's slowly trying to show me that. Like, you know that I died for you, right? So you can live your fullest life in me. Mm. So you can love to worship me. Not because 
it was an obligation. It wasn't an obligation for me to do right. it for you. And that's where I'm getting at. That's what I feel like. It couldn't have been just because you loved me. Come on. You know? And yeah. that is the wall that he's trying to break down. Because I keep praying that. Teach me how to be loved. And he's showing me. Like, I loved you too. And that's why I did it. It's just a... It was such a... A deep moment. A deep intense moment that Jesus died for you. My story, your story, my dad's story, like they're not going to be the things that make people believe. And that's why I always tell people, don't listen to me. Don't hear what I'm saying and take it for a hundred percent. Ask Jesus, Jesus himself and go in the Bible. And of course you do need the Holy Spirit to help make you understand, but just read it for yourself. Because it's intimacy. Right. With just you. Right. You and him. Right. Exactly. He's taking you on a date. Right. And this date is a lifetime. Right. Because he loves you so much. Yeah. Like, I still can't understand it. I only have, like, a tiny glimpse of it. Come on. It's just, I just feel sad for people. And I just was listening to this reel today, too, is like, how often do you pray every, how often do you pray, Jesus save everybody? He's like, because we should be every day asking Jesus, what if we get to heaven? And he said, you could have asked me for anything, but every day you didn't ask me to save everybody. Or you Mm. asked me every day to save everybody, so I did. Wow. See, for me today, today. I heard him say, so are you going to stop praying for your nation and the leaders of your nation? Wow. I was like, wow, okay. (laughs) So, you know, I don't, I I don't follow politics because I just. Because it's all trash. It it just is so. (laughs) It's depressing. Guys, get it together, man. You're leaders of our nation. You're supposed to be holding an example, you know? But it just is so nuts. So, so nuts. So, yeah, same thing, you know, different thing, but... But it's true, though. Yeah, God is calling us to pray for specific things because he knows, Mm. you know? Yeah. Well, with that... Right? (laughs) We were like... Do you have anything else you want to talk about? We got to wrap it up now. Nope. Nope. For those that are looking for truth, I mean, you're looking for real truth. You're not. You're not trying to disprove. Or you know, I told you it doesn't work. Right. You've had enough now, and you just need to know Come on. what the truth is. It's time to sit in a chair, pull a chair up in front of you, mm. and call upon the God that is above every God, the King that is above every King, mm. and ask Him to show Himself real to you. And see. Because he's waiting to just step into your time. Oh, 
he just how he loves it. how he loves you right I think we get all bogged down a lot of times because of that you know that nursery rhyme Jesus loves little right. children yeah all the children of the world nah he loves me right and you know I was thinking not to pony trail again but I was thinking about that after that happened at church and it's like none of, what is so hard for people to accept that Jesus loves you because none of us have really been loved good have we been loved good no so we autom- automatically think well why would this if I didn't be wasn't loved good here then why would this God love me but that's what everyone's rejecting is God's love for you do you like being vulnerable? Because no. I surely don't. No. That's the problem. Because what if what if I am vulnerable? And then you hurt and me. I op- I crack open the one thing that's precious to me again just to be let down. That's why. And I and you know what? If you're there, I am too. I'm there too. I'm not, I'm a Christian and I'm a follower of Jesus and what he says, but I'm there too because there's certain things that I'm like, I'm surface level. I'll admit that right now. That right there. Because I'm too afraid that you're going to let me down because I'm not there yet because I've been let down my whole life. Come on. But like as I stood in there in church that day watching that young man, you loved me too. Know what I mean? Yep. It's a journey. It sure is. Let's pray for these folks. Precious Holy Spirit, first we thank you. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for loving your daughter, Trisha. Intimately and one with you. Jesus, for every person that may be listening, for every person that may be crying and you want to know what we know. In Jesus' name, I pray, Father, that you would touch their hearts and challenge them to cry out to you. Because within them, a deepness cries out to a deepness in you, Jesus, and you meet them right where they are. And so, Lord, in Jesus' name, touch them. Let everything else come after that, but I ask that you would just touch them and that they would know. Open up the eyes of their hearts to see you for who you truly are. May the power and the blood of Jesus wash over their sins And may their names be recorded in the Lamb's Book of Life for all of eternity. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, that was a good uh, 51 minutes. Woo! Oh my gosh. (laughs) Until next time. We are just kicking kicking it with with Jesus. Jesus. God bless you guys.